At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Get up, you beast. Top horse racing plays express bet analyst Jeff Siegel, both from Santa Anita. Let's go race four. He likes the five, Carol Girl, at three to one. Race six, he likes the four, Gritty Girl. Good three, name. At three to one. All right, there you go. You can bet these races and more using First Bet, the preferred horse betting app of VEASAN. Sign up today with First Bet. Use the code VEGAS1000 for an instant $10 free plus up to a $1,000 bonus. VEASAN.com slash horses for details. Again, Santa Anita in the four, he likes the five. In the six, he likes the four. VEASAN.com slash horses. Okay, so opening round of the Masters, opening day in Major League Baseball, final day of the basketball season in the NBA on Sunday. And uh, then tomorrow night, Paulie, we have like this Ooh. superb UFC fight card. And the great Lou Finicaro joins the program now at Gamlu on Twitter. Good morning, sir. Thanks uh, for the time as always. If you could, if you had to pay just to see one fight, like in the top three, which fight are you most excited to see overall on the card? Well, first of all, guys, thanks for having me on, and thanks for carving out some time for the UFC in such a busy sports weekend. To answer your question, uh, Mitch, I think that for me it would be Aljamain Sterling and Peter Yan, based on what happened a year ago, how the fight ended, what's happened since, 
Aljo with surgery, uh, Jan uh, having a chip on his shoulder because he feels like uh, he was robbed out of his title. To me, that's the the one of the three that I would tune into if I could only choose one. Do you think Sterling is worth a play? He is a pretty damn big dog, Lou, in the plus 350 range. The way that I will attack a couple of these fights is by uh, using a total to basically bet on a man. And so I believe the Sterling and Jan fight will go to decision. And that, in essence, is a bet on Aljamain Sterling. And the fight to go to decision, I think you can get a close to plus money on that. Uh, if you want to get crazy, the path for Aljo to win is to pace himself a little bit more and to continue to do to Jan what he did in the first two rounds. Use his quirky, unorthodox nature as well as distance to confound the Russian. Jan, on the mm. other hand, is going to want to start quicker. So there's a lot of layers to this fight. However, Aljo via decisions, a four or 500 underdog, and that is not out of the question. I like it. I'm jotting that down right now. Okay. Uh, let, let's get into this now. Now, both things can be true, and you're the expert. No doubt about it. Chemaev is a beast and the real deal, but it's also been hand-picked tomato cans. Is this too high now going against Burns? And, uh, and I know how you think about because I'm looking at all these press conferences, and I can only, he can only answer the question. But he's being asked about this guy and Covington, and we fight this guy and that guy. He's like, are you focused on Burns here? Uh, every, you're, everyone, you're already talking about your next fight. Take it away. What do you think of all that? I think you could put three guys in line and give them to Shemaev on the same night, and he'd saw through all of them. <laughs> he works out with Alexander Gustafson. That's a light heavyweight. The reputation on this Shemaev goes a mile deep. That said, uh, and I don't know that he's been in with cans. He's been in with decent level competition, at least Mearshart and Jing Liang the last two fights. Uh, but we've never seen Shemaev get flushed. And Burns did hit Usman and Wobblem early in their fight. Mm -hmm. The issue with this fight is that Shemaev fights at 185 and 170, and he has trouble making weight at 170. So the weigh-ins this morning and a few hours are critical. If Shemaev steps on the scale early, looks great. That's what I expect from him. Uh, because he'll fight 170 for another fight or two before he matures and has to go to 85 and higher. So he's going to be unusually large for 170. Meanwhile, Burns' history is as a 155-pounder who's had success at 170. The size of Chemayev, his speed, his quickness, I think will all be a little too much. However, I do think Burns is getting overlooked. I do think he's getting disrespected. But rather than take him on a side or a prop, I think it's the total that I'll lean to here. Mm. Over one and a half, minus 120, depending where you're shopping. I think that might be the best position that I have on the fight card. Okay, and then what about the, uh, the main event with the Korean Zombie taking on Volkanovsky here again, and the favorite is, I mean, he's laying $7 or in that range, Lou. What do you make of this fight? Yeah, after opening 350, and, and that was sharp money early and then parlay money since, mm. and I agree with it. Uh, this Volkanovsky 
it used to play rugby at 204 pounds. Now he tips the scale at 145 on weigh-in day and then enters the octagon at 65, 64. Crazy. Yeah, he's a beast. He's a Tasmanian devil. He has wrestling background. And the zombie is a totally gifted, capable fighter, but he's 36, has already had a storied career and served in the Korean military. I'm afraid the wear and tear on the zombie will be too much. And the way to attack this fight is, as I wrote in Point Spread Weekly, Volkanovski inside the distance plus 175. That's where I'll be going. Inside the distance. Mm. Okay. All right. It's follow That's the money. a five-round fight, Mitch. So yeah. you got five rounds to get that done. Very good. Follow the money. VSIN, the sports betting network. Lou Finacara, our guest. Uh, now let's get to your best bets. And as people who have watched this show or the network over the years know that you usually make the case for a dog, but you're open, of course. Pichelle is a small favorite in his fight against Madsen. You like the small favorite here. Tell us why. First of all, the small favorite, Pichelle, has some, he's, he's surely got experience and, and uh, ring experience over Madsen. Uh, he's also been in the UFC for a number of years. Madsen just arrived after being a silver medalist in the Olympics for Sweden or, or Norway. And he's a, he, he's a capable wrestler, but he's one-dimensional. And at 38... He's a couple of years older than Pichelle with the experience. Madsen started his first couple fights wrestling until he gassed terribly in the second, third round. It's very hard to tackle or to address experienced mixed martial artists one-dimensionally as Madsen did. In his later fight or fights, he started to strike and he's inept striking. The hardest thing to teach a wrestler to do is effectively evade strikes and be effective at striking. For that reason, I think Madsen's overmatched and this fight opened Pichelle minus 150, 160. The, the money's come in on Madsen, which makes me happy because it makes Pichelle a more of a value. And I think Pichelle wins this fight and if you want to take it a step further, Pichel via decision plus 175, I believe that's the most likely outcome. Pichel via decision. Okay, very good. Uh, what else do you have on your card for your best bets? Uh, let's go to uh, the, I think this is going to be one of the top fights in the undercard, Pennington and Ladd. This is a, a couple of ladies. Pennington, good wrestling, grappling chop. She comes in kind of on short notice against a gal and lad that really has had trouble making the weight. I'll be watching this one close because if I can see that lad makes weight inside the first 40 minutes of the weigh-ins, she's going to come loaded for bear. And I really think that she's in a really nice position here against Pennington. She opens plus 135, does Miss Ladd. She's now plus 170, uh, 155 to one. 170, depending where you shop. She is a live dog. And again, a large cage, ladies, small, it, most likely it's a decision. Yeah. Paul, you love betting that stuff with the women's yes. fights, right? Over, yes, over. Over? Yes. Yep. Uh, anything else make your card, Lou, or is that pretty much the entire rundown? Yeah, we're, we're kind of heavy on the weigh-ins this morning. Yeah, uh, right. Uh, but uh, in the heavyweight fight, Vandera against Olienek, these are two heavyweights that really, the heavyweight division is so thinly talented. Uh, but Vandera's got size, and Olenek is 41 years old and on his way out. He's a tough Russian, but he's going to get beat. 
Okay. Uh, Vandera currently is priced at minus 115. That's more than fair on a guy that's going to have size and power over Olienic, who's got about four minutes of fighting. Okay, all right. <laughs> Excellent breakdowns and analysis, as always, my friend. Make sure you follow Lou on Twitter. He's at GamLou. Thank you, sir. Best of luck this weekend. Thanks so much for having me on, guys. Good luck to everybody. Uh, Thanks, I just, Lou. I, I, just, I love the way that he approaches the fights and then relays what uh, you know was going on in his brain to all of us. Uh, and when he said Shemaev, that's great. Line up three guys on the same night. He'll saw through all of them. Did you see that press conference? Called Covington the B word and Dana White. What do you say? Dana White will go to jail if he makes that fight. Yeah, he was asked about that. Oh, he calls the cops and oh. he uh, he won us all over during the pandemic. Yes, right. Yes, when we were begging for sports to happen two years ago, and this guy came on the scene, we're like, yep. wait a second, did that just happen? Looking forward to that. And then it happened like every single fight, uh-huh. and now I mean, he's a five dollar favorite against Burns. Look how stacked this thing in. Ro- Rosen strikes on the card. Yes, he's down the card. Yes, too. What what they have. Oh, it's it's an incredible fight card coming up. And for those of you just tuning in again, yeah. Lou made the case for Pichel, minus 125, but also via decision. Lad there, he's a good lad, huh, that Lou? Uh, <laughs> around plus 170. Uh, those were some of his best bets. He made the case for Sterling Yan to go the distance, maybe take a peek at Sterling, 4 or 5 to 1 via decision. And let's see here, Volkanovsky, maybe inside the distance, plus 175. And he said over Beautiful. on Shemaya Burns, one and a half rounds. Yep, very good. I also got bad information. Miami has clinched the uh, one seed at home court. So that's uh, now we're seeing one, one and a half on Atlanta. Yeah, I, plus the points. I, I added the Hawks. Thought that, yep. You can still find two and a half. Yep, my, uh, yep, I thought the magic number was one. That was a bad info. Miami locked up the one in home court last night. All right, we'll uh, run down today's Major League Baseball card coming up next. And uh, maybe look at some props as well. Small sample sizes. But a few guys uh, have had success against big-name starters going tonight. We'll run down some of that for you coming up here on Follow the Money. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, 
and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot or download the app today. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Get the free top play on the baseball schedule from David Hess with winnersandwiners.com. Up to a good start on the opening day in MLB. You can get his top premium play absolutely free. Text VEASAN to 320-350-3500. Text VEASAN 320-350-3500. When it comes to us talking about Major League Baseball and getting bets in, I uh, I will be treading lightly. You know, early stages here, the baseball season, and pretty much on a day-to-day basis. Uh, Good start last night with the uh, side as the Astros got there against Otani. He went four and two-thirds. He struck out nine. But uh, the his opposing pitcher last night, Valdez, is um, the pitcher in which Mike Palm said yesterday he bet to win the Cy Young in the American League at one hundred to one. So good start for him last night. Astros got the job done three to one. Uh, and they were plus 112. That number was all over the board yesterday. Um, and then a lot of the dogs came in overall. Yep. And, and look at some of those, the scores last yep. night. Two games went over, but other than that, low-scoring games. And that's kind of typical for early April. Got a little hairy in the Cubs game because the Brewers had a guy on uh, third uh, in, in the ninth inning. Uh, you, you buying this Detroit hype? Uh, look at this. Uh, Giolito's only thirty here. They're 33-14 and 14 against the Tigers since 2019, but they made a ton of moves. You get Baez, you get Rodriguez, who's going today. I think the White Sox run away with this division. Love their rotation. Hell of a lineup. 
Uh, didn't work out in the playoffs last year against Houston. Kind of embarrassed themselves, actually. But uh, this is a good matchup, too. But a lot of people making a case for the Tigers. Maybe even a winning record. Can I say I'm slightly buying the hype? Is that okay? Yeah, I'll go with that. Like, I don't, I, like 90 wins would surprise me. But to go over 70 and a half, I think that's possible. Now, I know what you're seeing about the White Sox against lefties. For, you know, years they were so that's good. That's right. Yeah. Rodriguez actually has pretty solid numbers against them overall. And it's only been 52 plate appearances, but he's got a, a high K rate at 35%. The weighted on base is like 215, which is awesome. Uh, FIP is 2.14 in his career against this uh, current Tigers roster. So he's he's been good. Again, small sample size, which is typically uh, typically going to be the case here. When, um, you, when are you going to go against the A's? When, when it's not Frankie? Now, this is a big question, too. Everyone just assumes well, Nola will bounce back. Will he? Uh, see, here, here's the thing. I want to love Aaron Nola, but I'm not even close to being in that neighborhood. I don't even know if I like him. I'd say I, say I like. Maybe I like. It's frustrating. Uh-huh. Yes. But uh, I can't get to the point of where I can even consider him like a top-tier, top-two, I'm sorry, tier one or tier two pitcher because he's so inconsistent, and it is very frustrating. You're right. Phillies again, though but, they have a lot of hype. Well, and, and the moves they made in a great offense, and the and the, the lack thereof with this minor league outfit that the A's are putting out there every single day. Mm-hmm. So uh, dollar uh, up to two dollars now at home against the A's. Okay, so some batters going tonight. If you want to look at player props, I did lose a, a player prop yesterday. I had David Peralta over one and a half total bases plus one twenty five. He had two walks last night, but as we all know, walks do not count or qualify as total bases, Charlie Blackman in his career against Walker Bueller. 44 at-bats, 17 hits, two home runs. That is a 386 batting average in his career. He's done well off Blackman. Same game, Justin Turner has done well against Kyle Freeland, batting 317 over 41 career at-bats. And in the Scherzer duel against Washington, Nelson Cruz has good numbers in uh, 29 career plate appearances, a 429 average with three home runs. And Nelson Cruz slotted in that lineup uh, with Soto right next to him. Cruz can have... Uh, oh, yes. He, he's like an, an ageless wonder. Right. Now, I know he did the PEDs. Oh, yes. That's okay. right. But that's... I get that. But he can, he can crack 35, 40 home runs this year. That would not surprise me for a second. Well, remember, too, we've had Mark Ziegler on from the San Diego Union Tribune. These guys are so far ahead of the testing, it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. So that's, that's another right. thing to, to remember as well. Well, hype train here, but it's warranted with the Blue Jays. $1.75 at home. Nine's only only a nine. Now, you mentioned you were interested to see what Gray does now with Texas. Uh-huh. What do you, what he Gray against Barrios today. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean. I got well, to go over nine. With the Rangers offense? Yeah. Who they well, added? And the Jays lineup. We talk about trust issues yeah. with Aaron Nola. I mean, do we not have those with Jose Barrios? We, yeah, we pointed yeah. that out a thousand times in, in spring training, right? He, now, can he, be, he can be a gas can. He can also go out there, he I'm can. a little afraid, give you seven strong, strike out nine, and mm-hmm. allow two hits. Mm-hmm. But that, that offense is so good. And to see that team maybe mash early on would not surprise me for a second. Um, the total in that Cubs game I talked about is seven, seven and a half. It's Woodruff going against Steele. Burns did not have it yesterday. No. Uh, he was not sharp in nope. the Cubs. But he still, had, he still was one nothing in the fifth inning. It until was. Until the home run. Made a mistake. It happens. No, but he did. Sure. Yeah, location but, issues. Yeah, a little. Right. That's the reason why mm-hmm. he won the Cy Young last year is because he never walked anybody and his numbers were so good. But yesterday, you know, missing 
But the weather, I mean, the, the clouds, the overcast near and above Wrigley yesterday, uh, that was the story, I thought. But obviously here on day two of baseball, you're going to get some really good pitching matchups as well. We talked about Alcantara and Webb. That total is 7.5. Um, that's the lowest total in, an, in a National League game that's not being played at Wrigley. And uh, Reds Braves go at it again tonight. Nice yeah, job nice by the Reds win. setting yes. the tone last night right yes. away. Go to win. Uh, your boy Molly was very good. Five innings. My boy. <laughs> struck out seven. Uh-huh. Right? He's got the capability, though, of going out there and shutting teams down and making a ton of guys look bad and whiffing. I, I will just throw this out there. Super, super dark horse, long shot, saw a young guy to maybe keep your eye on. Really? Like 150 to one. Yeah, I, okay. But again, I'm already getting asked about Tyler O'Neill and other guys for the home run title. It's one game. Uh, you certainly cannot react to one game, one weekend, one week, or a month in Major League Baseball. And when you see these big numbers out there available for season-long stuff, they look attractive, but it's, it's a six-month season. Did you add anything uh, before uh, after last night, too, or maybe before the games? I, I took a little piece of Austin Riley to lead in home runs. I said, not, what the hell? Not a bad idea. And we, we, we got that, actually, today on email. He's one guy. I would t- Remember, he made a, 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 a late run towards the NL MVP last year because he finished yeah. so hot. Interesting. What'd you get him at? I think it was. Uh, I didn't. It wasn't a good price. I was surprised. I took. I. I only think I got thirty-five or something. Well, 30, but, 30, but, 30. but how many he hit last year? Did, yeah. did you see thirty? Yeah. yeah. Did you see the Acuna uh, comment? Oh yes, I did. How good is that? By the way, I think. Wow. Free- good. Good. Wow. Yeah. Good riddance. I'm not going to miss Freeman. Right. We didn't get along. Now, did I see this correctly? Did Freeman acknowledge that? He, he did. did. I missed that. That's what I thought. Both guys I mean, talked that, that, about yeah, it. These guys come in, and you see a hot shot rookie. It's like, yeah, you don't like uh, today the young generation. And guys come up and they're cocky. And I, who cares if he's wearing eye black? He kept talking about that in the interview with the eye black and give him a hard time. What does that mean? Like, come on, guys. Yep. It's like there's some other things going on there. Uh, you know, in my opinion, but uh, ridiculous. Sure. So I was like, okay, I have no problem with him. I feel nothing that he left, and uh, that's it. Fine. Yep. He acknowledged. Good. Oh, interesting. He acknowledged it. Uh, Padres D-backs tonight. We'll see what Manaya looks like. He's getting the start in uh, game number two for the Padres. Yeah. Again, what a, what a kick to this. What was the pitch count there? I, I missed Darvish? that. He had the well, no-no through six. They took him out. What but, is it? but that's the thing. Like None of these guys are going to go well, deep yeah, in the yes, game. Well, sure. I, I say I that. Know. Now watch Scherzer go out there and pitch 120. Well, he could. I was just going to say that. Be the one guy. Yeah. I, don't, I don't have a problem because, we again, the Mets are winning the whole thing. But uh, with, with Scherzer, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he throws 100 pitches. Like, fine, no, no problem. Actually, they it's let a, him pitch. Uh, they gave him 92 pitches last night, Darvish. He did? Okay. Yeah. That, that's for opening day. That's a decent number. A lot of other pitchers will go like 78, you know, 83, around that, in that range. Mike Palm was right. I mean, again, it's won several Emmys. And no hyperbole He's always the nuts. I didn't, I didn't think it was top 10. But he made a good point, though. Like, what, what you said, it's opening day. There's one game. You're watching Brewers Cubs on marquee. That's it. Yeah. And you're twiddling your thumbs for another game to come on. Yep. Like one, one, two o'clock. There Pacific. was there was a dead zone in there yesterday with come nothing. On. And then the Mets Nationals game was uh, what pushed back last night a little bit, delayed. You're right. They pushed by a good back. hour. Yes. So you had nothing in that. Uh, what was it like <laughs> for ninety minutes or an hour? Uh, right. Yeah. But uh, welcome back to to baseball. Good again, schedule today, though. For those, you no, know, it's really right. good. For those of you again waking up right now and missed it last night, Darvish did that with the reason why Paulie brought that up. 92 pitches. He had a no hitter going through six innings. He walked four, but he had the no no brewing. Melvin pulled them in his uh, first game as manager with the Padres. And guess what happened? They brought in this uh, Suarez, 
early mid thirties with, and I have him on my fantasy team, so I'm ready to I'm ready to cut bait already on him. <laughs> okay, but it goes, <laughs> it goes walk, walk, wild pitch, hit by pitch. They yank him, curtains. Eventually, a three run shot. Diamondbacks win four two. The way they ended the season, a lot of hype again coming into this year. Hey guys, welcome to 2022. Get everything you need to bet on baseball this season with 24-7 streaming daily best bet emails, including advice, data, and strategy for only 19 bucks. Our all-digital MLB guide at vcin.com is available now, and Adam Burke breaks down futures, team previews, and best bets for all 30 teams, plus Jason Weingarten's uh, MLB future bets, trends, and more. Sign up today and get full access to vcin through the start of the baseball season, the Masters, and the NFL Draft for only 19 bucks at vcin.com slash draft. Again, vcin.com slash draft. Up next, NBA with Jonathan Von Tobel. Dissecting today's card is certainly priority number one. Teams jockeying for seating positions, who could play, who could sit, and reading the market early this morning. Next. The Sports Betting Network. Bet River Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to 250 bucks when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, Bet Rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today to sign up. Must be 21. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, and 1-800-522-4700 in Nevada. Jonathan Von Tobel joins the program now, host of uh, The Edge, weekdays at 4 Eastern, 1 Pacific, right here on Beast. And also on the weekends, uh, now the, the podcast is fully on the network. Hardwood Handicappers does a great job with that. Good morning, JVT. How are you? I'm good, guys. You know, then I, you know, I love the NBA, but uh, when you get to this part of the season, you're kind of waiting for the playoffs to start. So I'm excited for these next three days to get over with, so we can get some really good basketball going. I was going to yeah. ask you. It's almost like a Rubik's cube, but you're young. You don't get Seinfeld references. You probably don't even know what that means. Is is today like a headache or a migraine trying to like put together the market report and read what these teams are going to do, or is it you find it so fascinating that you uh, want to be able to dive in? Yeah, I, I like it to a certain extent, Mitch. Like, so I'm really data driven when it comes to handicapping, as you guys know, right? I like matchups, I like the per 100 possession numbers, I like all of those things. So these games get a little bit more subjective. Like, how are you handling teams? How are they looking at certain situations? Where do they fall in the standings? Do they want to take it seriously? So I, I find it a little bit of a challenge when it comes to handicapping some of these situations, but it is a lot of fun to kind of speculate on how teams will handle certain situations. So overall, it's pretty cool. Yes, and and it's hard because you you, you might want to say like the Bucks are having a meeting later today. And remember, they had the meeting last year yeah. about how you yeah. want to play the Heat. They look, bring them on, and they swept them, no problem. But you might also say, but who are we going to face in the second round? Like from the Golden State standpoint, well, maybe we want like Dallas would want to face Utah. Well, then would you rather see Phoenix or, or Memphis in the second round? There's a lot of layers to this. Oh, yeah. I think, and you brought it up earlier in your show because I was watching you guys, Paul. I think the Dallas thing's a really good example of that. I, I think Dallas, 
being able to grab that three seed and then look ahead to a second round matchup against Memphis would be much a much more favorable path for them uh, as opposed to taking on Phoenix in the second round. Because I don't think anybody wants to see Phoenix, okay. and I think you want to just hold that off. So, But, no, yeah. you're absolutely right. And even other situations like later tonight, I don't want to talk about the card, but, you know, Atlanta, th- there's a lot at stake for this Cleveland, Brooklyn, and Atlanta trio because if Cleveland loses today and Atlanta wins, Cleveland doesn't go to eight. They go to nine. Yes. And so there's, like, a lot of stuff going on. Yes. Okay, yeah. So we're – Okay, let's let's look at that game then. Hawks Heat, and so to clarify here now, do the Heat have the one seed? Like according to like every single app and website, they're saying the one seed is now locked up for the Heat. And earlier in the show, they're laying two and a half. That number is now coming down. I think if you want to bet the Hawks here, you need to get on this immediately. Do you not? Yeah, so I just grabbed two and a half, like reading the market and thinking that this is going to start to crash, Mitch. But you're right. Like Miami has clinched the first seed in the Eastern Conference. The losses by Boston and Philadelphia yesterday cinched that up for them. So they're going to be the number one seed. So now the next two games, they have nothing to play for. And so you would assume, because remember, too, you always have to go back when you talk about how fascinating handicapping some of these situations are. Jimmy Butler has been dealing with toe and ankle injuries all year long. So now you got two games that don't mean anything for you. Do you want to sit him for one or two of those games to get him some rest before the postseason starts? You will have time before the postseason starts because these play-ins. So maybe that factors in two. But Miami's got nothing to play for here in, in any way whatsoever. Meanwhile, Atlanta, as you mentioned, has everything to play for because they still have some upper mobility in the play-in. And it, you can't stress enough how different it is being 7-8 and eight as opposed to being 9-10. and 10. So mm-hmm. I think when you look at it from that perspective, uh, it's going to be grab two and a half. And I did with Atlanta. You can still get that, I think, at MGM. But it's starting to move now. And one and a half are across the board. How about Utah laying three? Well, Mitch talked about this uh, about half an hour ago. Does Phoenix sit guys again? Do they go for it? Maybe do they sit guys in the final game? Do you want a week and a half off before the playoffs start? Uh, you, you can't really trust the Jazz either. Uh, yeah. No, and sorry to cut you off, but I agree, Paul. You know, it's weird, too, about these situations now is so you look at the injury reports, the only guy listed for Phoenix today is Dario Saric, and everybody else is not not listed. It looks like they're going to be active. That could change in the hours leading up to the game, but it could also be a situation where you're talking about Phoenix playing the first half with their guys and then in the second half, you know, pulling them out or giving the fourth quarter to the bench team and not really caring about how the game closes out. So I, I think to me, like, that's one of those where I, I easily scratch that off because I just don't know what's going to happen with Phoenix. Now, as we get like two hours within game time, and, and if those injury reports haven't budged and we know that we're going to get something from them, maybe Phoenix becomes more attractive in a first quarter, in a first half, because you expect that they're not going to take the entire game seriously. And that's how you approach it. But, but Utah does have motivation, right? They don't want to uh, lose out because I think right now I've got them. Uh, where are they at right now in terms of the standings? They're a game uh, yeah, up, just right? A, yeah, they're and they're a half game over Denver, and I don't think you want to fall down uh, to six. I think you want to sit there in that five range. Uh, so I, I would assume that Utah takes this seriously, but from a number right. perspective, this number should be tighter. But they also close with Portland, right? So yeah. they could just make maybe look at tonight's game like a throwaway, not go out there and right, and then that's possible. Just, they could go out there and play their C squad and beat Portland by twenty if they wanted to. Oh yeah, of course. It also, you know, it matters what happens with Dallas as well. So yeah, like that's for Utah, like a game like this, to me, it's easy to scratch off because there's so many outside factors of what's going to happen in a game like this, where you're better off watching it and attacking it from an in-game perspective, as opposed to doing it right now at what 530 in the morning, our time at the West coast. Hey, what's your best guess? And I think that's all we can do at this point with LeBron and the Lakers tonight at home against the thunder. Their lane eight total is two twenty-seven and a half. Do you think he plays or is it just a coin flip right now? So my best guess would be like LeBron. There's no player more conscious of his uh, perception than LeBron James. And I I think he would realize the heat he would take if he wasn't able to play in elimination games, but then come back and play a meaningless contest to clinch a scoring title. Potentially. 
I'm going to venture a guess that LeBron's done for the rest of the season. Ooh. I just I, I just don't know. Like, again, when you're talking about the conversations around this, how bad would it look if you can't play in some of these games where your team season is on the line now that you're eliminated? All right, let's go out and play against some lowly teams so you can clinch a spot and maybe get a scoring title. You, you know what? I don't hey, think it would look good. Let me, let me throw this at you. Here's how he could spin it. Could he say, I, I want to give season ticket holders and fans of the team right. like their money's worth, right? And we had a terrible season, but I want to come out there and play at home here again one more time on a Friday night. Yeah, I mean that's a, it's a really good way to spin it, right? Like if that if that's the way you're going, you would be a good PR guy because I think that's the way you probably attack it. I just, like he, he is he's clearly shown that it, the conversation around him affects him and the way that he handles certain things. So I I am fascinated to see how he handles it because I, I personally think it would just not look great. Uh, given how the last few games went for the Lakers. That's fair. Follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Jonathan Von Tobel, our guest. Okay, so Raptors playing on a back-to-back tonight. Last night won a big game against the Sixers. Uh, What does this game mean for them overall? Like nothing, right? With the seeding, they can't go anywhere. And uh, the opener was, what, 14 and a half? I grabbed the Rockets at that point. Rockets have been feisty here down the stretch. Uh, We're now seeing a move in the market down to 13 and a half the way it looks. Do you agree with the move? Uh, yeah, to a certain extent. Now, Toronto still does have a little shot, actually, at that four seed okay. if they want it. They have to win out. Philly has to lose out. They're 3-1 and one against Philadelphia this year, so they would have the head-to-head tiebreaker. So if they end up with the same record, then, of course, they would grab that. But you guys mentioned earlier, right, I think it's like Indiana and Detroit down the stretch for Philadelphia, yeah. so it would seem very unlikely that, that that's going to happen. So there's something there. And I think Toronto, too, showed their hand yesterday, right, in resting Fred Van Vliet. I think they kind of realize that five is the most likely outcome for them. But to your point, Mitch, I, I'd rather be on the side of Houston because they've been great. Jalen Green has quietly been awesome oh, yes. over the last 22, 23 games, averaging about 22 points a game on about 47% shooting. Uh, him and Kevin Porter doing an incredible job against the Houston Rockets, combining for about 66 points on 51% shooting against the Nets the other night, a 17.5-point underdogs. So, yeah, I would – that would be the, the direction I'd go in. You know, this, the Rockets just fall into that category uh, of a young team closing out the season, wanting to get some good vibes going, and two young guards playing extremely well. So, boring anything shocking on the injury report to me would be Houston or pass. How about for the seven seed tonight, Nets lane seven against Cleveland, the game you referenced earlier, but Brooklyn on a 1-21 and ATS run as a home favorite. Can't defend. It's terrible what's happened with Cleveland here with all these injuries. But uh, you're right, Cleveland could get down to the nine. Uh, what do you? Th- I, I'm with Mitch. I like it over. What do you? Th- what say you? So I, I'm leaning toward Brooklyn here, Paul, and and I because I agree with you. Like the, the the stretch that they're on overall this year is a home favorite, four twenty five and one against the spread. The Brooklyn Nets, uh, it just hasn't gone very well for them. Uh, but to me, it's it's a little bit more about matchup orientation here, and we know that both teams should care about this game, right? You can grab a stranglehold of the seventh seed uh, in the play-in race. But Evan Mobley could come back today for Cleveland. And, and while some might think that that's a positive, it's a positive if he's playing power forward. But he's not. He's going to be playing center for them. And since Jared Allen has gone out, those minutes at center defensively haven't gone well for Cleveland. And it's, and it's no fault of Mobley's. It's just he's a better power forward. And if you look at some of the numbers, when he's out there at center, opponents shoot 38.5% from beyond the arc. Cavaliers are giving up 113.7 points per 100 possessions. Mobley at center is now busy trying to clean up the glass. He's boxing guys out. He can't defend along the perimeter like he usually does when he's playing that forward position and it means that some of these perimeter oriented offenses can have some success i.e brooklyn tonight so i'm i'm toying with the fact you can still lay six and a half there with the brooklyn nets i think they're going to take this relatively seriously and from a matchup standpoint i think they'll be able to score enough to cover this but you're right the one thing that gives me pause defensively they've been so bad and darius garland karis lavert they could do a pretty good job here and stay within that number but i'm leaning toward brooklyn tonight as of right now your Mm -hmm. best bet is what would it be atlanta at that two and a half 
Yeah, if you can okay. still grab two and a half, if it's still out there, I, I would grab that because that's heading to pick and potentially Hawks, you know, being favored if Jimmy Butler and some others are going to sit. All right, hang tight. You're going to come back for one more segment. It is follow the money here on Veasan, the Sports Betting Network. Jonathan Von Tobel, our guest, Dynamite on the NBA, hosts uh, the Edge weekdays at four o'clock Eastern, right here on Veasan. We will dissect. Um, the awards market as well. Still a, a bunch of them up in the air. And you need to handicap the voters at this point. How is JBT managing that with uh, some of the recent intel that might be out there? We'll run it by him coming up next year on VSIN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God. We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The Sports Betting Network.
DraftKings Casino brings you a new era of your favorite games, including blackjack, roulette, slots, plus live dealer table games. And just this week, DraftKings Casino paid out some huge wins. A player bet $4 and won over 88000 on Divine Fortune. Another bet $4 and won over 20000 on Zoltar Speaks. And another $10 bet that resulted in a win for 122000 on Mercy of the Gods. Yeah, good name for a band, right? <laughs> if you had a band, what would... <laughs> uh, download... That kind of a band, yeah. Yeah, if you had a band, what was the name? I can't say, say that. The okay, download the app today. A new customer... You're asking claim. me a lot of questions this week I can't answer on the air. A deposit bonus up to $2,000. What a bonus, huh? Get that stock price up. DraftKings is starting you off with up to $50 in free credits just for signing up. Download the DraftKings app and use code VISA to claim the offer. DraftKings.com for details. We continue with uh, Jonathan Von Tobel, host of The Edge, weekdays at 4 o'clock Eastern, 1 Pacific, right here on VSIN. And also his uh, show is Hardwood Handicappers on the weekend uh, here on VSIN as well. So markets are moving today. I'm looking at uh, Raptors now down to 12.5 at one book. I see the Hawks yep. heat now, a pick them at another. Yep. Yep. A chance here for the Hawks maybe to go off as a uh, small favorite in that game today. And uh, part of me again wants to fire on Pistons' money line right now, but I don't, I, I can't do it quite yet. Um, so, JVT, you have some uh, defensive. I'm, we're going into this fresh. You said you got some, like, really, I don't know. I'll, I'll use the word alarming defensive numbers with the 76ers. Is that fair? Uh, yeah, I would say so. And I don't know if I mentioned this to you when we were doing our fantasy baseball draft the other day, Mitch, but top of my list to play here, if it's the 4-5 matchup, is going to be Toronto against Philly, uh, if that's going to be a series. Um, so initially, let's just start with the first wave of numbers here because – Joel, when, when Joel Embiid's off the floor, it's been a nightmare for Philadelphia. Their backup center uh, is an abs- is absolute drag, whether it's Paul Millsap, whether it's DeAndre Jordan. They have no minutes there yep. whenever Joel Embiid's off the floor. With James Harden on the floor and Joel Embiid off the floor, the Philadelphia 76ers have a negative 13.1 net rating. Their defense gives up 126.9 points per 100 possessions. It's atrocious in what they've done. But to, to add to this, if we're going to go into this series against Toronto and Thibel is not available – That adds on. How about this? James Harden on the floor without Joel Embiid or Matisse Thibel, updated after yesterday, a negative 21.5 net rating and a defensive rating of 131.4 for the Philadelphia 76ers. It's a nightmare. You couple it with the fact that now James Harden, guys, in six out of the last seven games, has shot 40% or worse from the floor. And it, like the, he's just choosing to hit step back jumpers. He's not challenging anything within four feet of the basket. It just looks to me like a really bad situation for Philly. And then if you take on Toronto, we'd have the whole Matisse Thibel thing hanging over. And it does seem that maybe he just needs to get a second shot and he'll be available to play. So we'll see if that, that changes things. Then you have the matchup of the, the fact that Toronto is one of the best transition teams in the NBA. This team, Philadelphia, comes into yesterday 28th in transition defense. So I just... To me, there's so many poor matchups written all over this thing for Philadelphia. If it indeed is a 4-5 matchup between them and Toronto, that I just, I, I, Philly has been a team I've wanted to play against. Toronto's the team they don't want. They're 1-3 against them this year, and I think that's going to be a pretty big nightmare for them if they end up taking them on in the first round. Bet you get a nice plus price on that series. You and, should, yeah. And, and imagine if the Sixers go out in the first round. Oh, I can imagine it. Oh, my God. Oh, absolutely, I can oh, see that happening. Oh, well, yeah, Doc Rivers, and then the other thing is, what? I mean, what, are you going to give Hard an extension? <laughs> I mean, he has not right. played well since coming over in the trade either, John. What a nightmare. Yeah, it's bad. And I will say this, Paul, like to, like big picture for some positives. 
there's something there for this team if they build next year. Like, they need to get more center depth behind them. You know, the Suns are a really good example of this. You know, last year, they didn't have anything behind DeAndre Ayton, especially when Sarge went down, and that got exposed against Milwaukee in the finals. They go and get JaVale McGee. He's been awesome for them. Their center rotation has been solidified, and they look like they're better than ever a season ago. If Philadelphia goes down that route and gets a good defensive stopper behind Embiid at center, things can change. They can improve their depth. But this year, at least, this is not a team I think that is going to be a title contender. Yeah, touche. So we've been saying this now for a long time in this show. Look, I mean, it's a little, maybe a little unfair, been a little harsh here on the Bulls because of all the injuries. But I would really hope, like, if we get Celtics-Bulls first round somehow, I mean, my God, sign me up. And then are you going to be pushing people out of the way to bet against Utah in the first round as well? Uh, I, th- I would I would to a certain extent, like I think depending on what the matchup is, but it doesn't really look like it's going to be anything favorable for them. But I would say, yeah, like even over the course of the month of March, guys, their defense has been absolutely atrocious. And that's with Rudy Gobert playing, I think, every single game but two uh, this month for the Utah Jazz. And on top of that, you know, we make so much of these blown leads, right, that they have suffered through. And they have what now three, uh, three leads of 20 or more points that they have blown this year. Um, and it's been a problem for them, especially recently. The problem, though, we talk so much about the defense. Rudy Gobert gets so much of this blame that he's not deserving of. It's their offense. Their bottom 20s in offensive rating in clutch games, games within five minutes and five points or fewer, they're awful offensively. They choose to just rely on either jumpers or tough mid-range shots as opposed to getting the ball down low to Rudy Gobert. The offense just comes completely dis- uh, disjointed and ISO-oriented as opposed to ball movement, which really gets them those big leads as well. I just don't like where this team is at. And we can go speculative where, you know, the stat where Don and Mitchell only averages two passes a game to Rudy Gobert. The <laughs> fact that Quinn Snyder the other day yeah. has to come out and go on like, I think it was like a 19 minute rant yep. that was timed uh, talking about the issues and trying to correct it. Like this is a team that is not really focused on what's going on. Snyder's rumored to either take the Lakers or the Spurs job coming up here. It's just, it just seems that everything is about to implode for the Utah jazz and the way they played defensively and the way, like that's the other thing that they don't get enough flack for going back to the Gobert angle, they are a bunch of guys who are awful on-ball defenders who get caught up on screens, who can't stop dribble penetration, and, and and all of a sudden it's all Rudy Gobert's fault when Donovan Mitchell's getting blown by half the time or all these other guys, Royce O'Neal, like it's just, it's a really poor setup for the Utah Jazz. So there are not many series in which I would want to take a flyer on Utah at this point. Okay. Totally agree. Mm-hmm. Yep. Guys are leaving too. Yep, JBT, let's spend a couple of minutes here on the awards. Um mm-hmm. We got super excited. You called me actually the other day, and, and you never call me. So <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Is everything okay? I answer, and you're like, dude, there's a reason why Jackson just moved to win Defensive Player of the Year. John Hollinger put out a column. I'm like, oh, I got to get to it right now. John Hollinger does not have a vote, but people mm-hmm. listen to what he has to say. Very analytical, created some of these numbers over the years, obviously, like PER and others. Do you think he's right? Can Jaron Jackson actually cash these tickets for DPOI? I, I think he should be able to, Mitch, and like in Hollinger, and we should also too. Not only does he not have a vote, he is a former employee of the Memphis Grizzlies. Correct. So mm-hmm. you, you want to put that out there with Hollinger, but to your point, he's an influential voice, and it's not just him. You know, you listened to you know, Zach Lowe the other day had a podcast on all defense uh, with Chris Herring. Uh, both of them a cinch in terms of Jaron Jackson Jr. being an all defensive member. Right. And now Zach Lowe had some reserves about him as defensive player of the year. But you have Bill Simmons talking about Jaron Jackson Jr. as defensive player of the year. There's a lot of people who at least are talking about Jaron Jackson Jr. And an influential voice like Hollinger who put him as defensive player of the year. uh, That's a really big move here just because now it's at the forefront. And we know that there are people out there who will consider him and potentially even put him as a first place vote to win this award. So I think, yes, like this is realistic. And just look at the, the picture around him. Bam Adebayo has missed 25 games. It's something we've talked about. The Rudy Gobert and the Utah Jazz, the way that they have played, his numbers 
on court, off court, give him a really good case. But overall defensive rating for Utah, it hasn't been good. And so I think Rudy Gobert's case suffers. Marcus Smart had a good defensive play the other day. Actually, just yesterday, all the time melts together. So maybe and he deserved to be favored. Odds on, maybe not. But I think at the end of the day, Mitch, when you're talking about the statistical profile, with him playing center, Jaron Jackson Jr., team shooting under 50%, uh, or excuse me, under 60% at the rim, leading the league in blocks, combined blocks and steals at the top of the league as well. If I just remove the name and I put that profile on any of the other guys we're talking about, this guy's going to be a shoe in to win it. So I would say, yes, he has a very good chance to win this. Does he? Obviously, we don't know, but he should be up there. Rapid fire. Scotty Barnes, can he pull off rookie of the year? I think so. I mean, like, look, yes. I, the, the missed time with Mobley lately is probably pretty troubling. And I, I ran through some of the numbers with you guys with him playing center. The defensive numbers haven't been good with him at center. And maybe some people are going to look at that these last few games and take that seriously. Now, but with some, though, I would say really quickly that he has been in the lead so long at the beginning that maybe some don't want to move him off. But for sure, I'll say this. It's him or it's Barnes. Those who want to fire away on Cade Cunningham, it's, it's too little too late for Yeah, Cunningham. okay. Um, I, I'm not going to call the MVP over with, but is uh, Jokic now around minus 320 in that range? Is that justified? Yeah, like what was the what's the milestone yesterday? Uh, Two thousand points or whatever the hell he 2, did the first points, time. Two thousand points, a thousand rebounds, five hundred assists, first player ever. Right, like it, it's it's it should be locked up at this point. Jokic has been great. He he has been leading a team that without him is statistically the Detroit, the Houston Rockets, Detroit Pistons, whatever you want when he's off the floor. Yeah, uh, he deserves to win this award. They're locked within the top six. This guy's been incredible, and he should be the reigning MVP for two consecutive years. I don't think there's any question. I think the real question is, uh, is Joel Embiid actually going to finish second? Because I think there's a chance that he might not. Yeah, I think Giannis could actually uh, leapfrog ah. him. Okay, uh, yeah. your show, daily show here is uh, The Edge at 4 o'clock Eastern, one, 1 Pacific. For people who want more hard-hitting NBA stuff with hardwood handicappers, when is it here in VSIN? Uh, Sundays at three o'clock. Got a pod coming out later today. We're going to check it in Toronto. Aman Adnan, who covers uh, the Toronto Raptors, she's going to be on the podcast. We'll talk about Toronto's chances and everything going on there. And then the daily column, beeson.com slash JVT. That's up. I'm going to have that up here in the next hour or so. Great stuff, pal. Good luck this weekend. Hey, hey good to talk to you guys. Thank you. You too. Yep. And give him a follow on Twitter. He does a great job at me, JVT. Markets moving. Uh, yes, good. they are today. Yes. Yep. We can uh, run that down coming up in the final hour of today's program. Also, live betting the Masters here on day two and observations from day number one and how good it was to see Tiger out there and uh, shoot like that. All coming up here on Follow the Money's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Meet. 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 At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.